G'day everyone and welcome to today's Domainer show with Ed K. Smith. How you going, Ed? Good, mate. How are you? Good. And Domain Shane. How you going, Domain Shane? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. <laughs> AKA Shane Caltra. Yeah. Shane's um, been in the domain name industry for like 20 years. Um, he started off with domainshane.com and he has rebranded to dsad.com. Um, can you tell us some more about the rebranding and, and how you got started in the domain industry and all about you, Shane? Yeah, I'll give you a little bit of intro. So um, I, I own a nursery, so I grow plants for a living. And that's what I, my family's done since 1865. So we're 150 years into it. I'm a fifth generation nurseryman. Every single person that's been in the family business has not wanted to do it. So after being in school and university and in unloading trucks and working hard, you're like, ah, this is it. I'm not doing this. And so we all go and do something different. And then we all end up coming back and working in the nursery. So that's what I did is a, that's my basis. That's how I make my living. That's how I pay my bills. But uh, I loved online. I love the idea of making money on the side. And I liked, you know, I tell the story all the time, like just paying my internet bill by doing something online to pay for it, whether it was selling toys in the beginning. I used to run auctions on, um, on uh, AOL. I used to sell toys. So I've always done something to raise extra money to have some play money. And uh, I saw domain names and I just thought it was, a, again, I compare it to real estate. I know some people don't like that, but I saw little pieces of real estate and I saw that the, the plants that we use at the nursery are some of the best brands in the world. The plant names, you know, you have maple.com and begonia and all these great plants that people grow are some of the best names on the internet. Now I didn't get them all because Frank Schilling had pretty much taken the nursery catalog Frank, and really? registered every single plant. Yeah, he was, Frank Schilling was way ahead of it. But yeah. long story short, um, I got addicted like everybody else. And I had run another blog. And these are stories that could last forever, but I had another blog that I sold to Lionsgate Films that got pretty popular. And I got a nice chunk of money and I started, um, buying domain names and wasting my money like everybody else buying stuff that was completely worthless. But my very first name is where it all should be. It started with family. It was uh, Elizabeth Bryant. So my daughter's name is Elizabeth Bryant Coulter. And I named her after a famous football coach at the University of Alabama. His name was Bear Bryant. Now in Australia, not as popular in the United States, but Bear Bryant was a legend. And I went not to that Bryant. school. So I named my daughter after Bear Bryant. My, and, and I thought it was a beautiful brand, but she hated the name just until recently. Now she's accepting that Elizabeth Bryant's a great name. Before she was so embarrassed, she's named after a football coach. <laughs> um, so that's kind of how it started. And uh, I started blogging and in, in, in kind of like what we all do here we see somebody else doing something and we think we can do as good a job so i saw people in the domain space and to be honest with you i thought they were all boring i thought that uh <laughs> that there really wasn't too much excitement and there was not a lot of personality in it the, the internet is supposed to be full of personality and it's supposed to be full of emotion and uh, you know that's what makes tiktok so great and that's what makes instagram so great and it what makes blogging great is you talk about yourself and 
people like it or they don't like it, but there's nothing that can be non-factual about telling people what you do. And so that's what my blog was about is names I was buying, what I was thinking. And it changes every day. If you look back, it's a diary. I have, have terrible days. If you'd have read yesterday, you can tell that I was like not ready to blog anymore and not ready. You can just tell, but if you read that a week ago, you'd see I was on top of the world. So that's just, that's what it is. And that's what the blog has been the whole time. Yeah. So you're, yeah. you've been pretty consistent with your blog. Like you, you do it daily, right? I've only missed between now. I have people help me. I have uh, Josh Eisenhower and, and Travis McKee are, are people that work with me every day. Travis does the tech side. He's an amazing coder, handles all the website and any little things we need to write, like little scripts we need to write. And then uh, Josh is just this brilliant turner. Like he can burn through lists and, and uh, drill down on names that like I've never seen. His mind is just constantly. So those are people I work with. But between mm. them and myself, I think maybe three days we've missed in 11 years wow. of blogging. Three yeah, days. Consistent. Yeah. That's it's crazy. Mate, consistency. That, is, that, that is exceptional. Um, I don't think anyone else could probably claim that degree of consistency over that time span that I know of. And I followed but everyone. That's how it's supposed to be though. That's yeah. how you accomplish great things is just, Absolutely. you don't have to be the best, but if you're standing there on the corner every morning for you, for them they'll remember you, you, yeah, yeah, you just show up, right? because you have good days just and there days. yeah we always say that when we're meeting to run track we'll say uh, the points are taken at roll call not on the speeds that's where we <laughs> we don't care how fast you run we take roll call and if you're there then you've won so yeah great. So, so shane it's been a very interesting 12 months uh to say the least uh lots going on and the day that we're recording this interview with you is probably one of the biggest days in in the in our lifetime if not the whole country of the, the united states of america with the the voting uh, for the election happening today we won't go into details and who's preferentials and stuff we won't talk yeah. politics but <laughs> but with all that going on how how have you seen the change with with domain names because you've had a couple of good success stories with some sales you've had recently which yeah. we'll, we'll go into um soon but what have you seen in in your business? Well, both in in the the nursery business, but also in the domain side of things. What changes have you seen uh, come through with all the stuff that's going on with COVID and various things? Well, I I hate to say it because there's so many people suffering, but it's been a banner year for me. I mean, this is my this is my perfect year. This is my life is kind of built how people are are living COVID right now. I pretty much work run and go home uh, I don't go out to eat I don't do any of the things the only thing is the traveling part and I traveled mm. so much in the winter that I was kind of traveled out so personally it's it's not been that rough it's uh yeah. I kind of yeah. like the mask when it comes to coming up to people I feel a sense of there was a again American football player Ricky uh, Ricky Williams had always used to wear his helmet everywhere he went because it, he felt protected when he was giving interviews and when he was talking to people. Really? And for some yeah, reason, yeah. the mask, yeah. I talk to people all day. I keep that mask on 12 hours a day and I just feel like I'm protected from the world everywhere I go, whether it's a false sense or not. But from that standpoint, it hasn't affected me at all. And I, and I, I, I don't want to live this life, but I probably could live like this the rest of my life just because it's the lifestyle have people have moved to the private area so their homes whatever has to do with their homes 
uh, in their safety space, that's where they're doing. They're buying plants like crazy. House plants are seeing all time oh, yeah. highs, flooring, anything to do with your house and improve it. It's going crazy. Uh, the oh, hardware stores here can barely keep lumber. None. It's, it's oh, amazing. Wow. And, and I, I would suggest um, we'll put some links in the show notes too to the, um, the Country Arbor's Nursery. Uh, I went on the website the other day and was having a look and some of the overhead shots, which I'm assuming you've done with drones. Um, yeah. Just, oh, you actually ama- have an airport next to us. That's an airplane. Yeah. Oh, it was an airplane that took the shots. Okay. Well, well yeah. they took a fantastic shot and seeing it from above, it's such a, a beautiful property um, and seeing all the, all the plants all lined up and in rows and the whole sort of nursery yeah. set up. It, it's amazing. But, but I think you're dead right. It's, I mean, look, some people feel bad for, for, for being um, profitable and for thriving in this environment. But I, I think if, you, if all you're doing is actually helping other people in this space, there's nothing to be, feel bad about. Yeah. But, but it is challenging when you're seeing other people who are having businesses devastated and, and so they've got this whole dichotomy happening. And ha- how do you sort of deal with that emotionally? And, but I think, well... If if you're all if you're contributing to society, if you're contributing to how people yeah. are, are living their daily lives, it doesn't really matter if you're putting positive stuff in. And plants are positive because it's it's growth and feeling and domain yeah, names. And we um, we have what we call PPP money here, and the government gave all the businesses lots of money, and the money was for twofold. It was to bail you out and just you hold on and use the money to survive. Yep. And then there was a business like mine where I didn't really need the money to survive because our plant sales had gone really well. And, and I'll talk about that a little bit. But what I did with the money is they asked us to hire people that were out of work. And I found that the head, the waiters and waitresses at the restaurants that were the best waiters and waitresses are incredible salespeople. So I hired people that were out of work. And I went to the restaurant and said, who's your best salesperson? And they, they told me, I talked to them. They came and worked for the nursery. They were absolutely amazing. And wow, I took the delivery drivers cool. of the sandwich shops. Like I took a couple of young men that delivered sandwiches for a place called Jimmy John's. It's a, it's a chain here that's known for its freaky fast delivery. I said, <laughs> well, if they can deliver sandwiches, they can deliver mulch. So I took bark mulch wow. and rock and put them in trucks and they delivered and they were fantastic. And so wow. I took that money and hired 17 people that I normally wouldn't hire. Amazing. Used, Amazing. used that. It turned out I made more money because they were incredible people. And uh, so not only did I get free wow. money, but I used it in the right way. And it turned, yeah. made the business, showed me what I should have been doing all alone and what, uh, what was possible. So it was really, again, good for me. The other thing is domainers, we're not really normally, we own the domains, but a lot of us aren't very good in tech. We're not good in a lot of other things besides owning domains. That's why we want to partner with everybody because we want to say, oh, we've got a domain. We should be partners. You do everything mm-hmm. else and I'll just have the domain and then we'll both make money. That's, that's where Travis comes in. Travis helped us rebuild the nursery website. Everything you see there, we did automatic ordering. We overnight, literally within 48 hours when COVID hit, we changed the whole website so you could order online for pickup and have it loaded in your truck. And Travis, my business partner at DSAD, built that. And it, there was $150,000 in sales over the next couple of months just from online sales that we never had before. Oh, so amazing. Yeah. knowing the importance of the internet and how to do that. Now, most businesses couldn't do that. They were kind of trapped. They have to hire a local business yeah. that does that. Yet every business in town needed 
a code or, or a company to help them. They can't help everybody. But I had somebody and, you know, fortunately a business partner that was able to transform everything. And we're continuing on today. I mean, we, he built a fundraiser site so we can help local businesses sell products we already have as fundraisers. And it's just, again, that's where it's forced us all to be creative and think again, you know, COVID has fo forced us to use our technology and use our, skip our steps. Now, some of it, the social has been taking out, but a lot of the shopping experience is better and will be better because Definitely. of uh, what we've been forced to do. Yeah, we can all yeah. see the, the negative effect that COVID's had on, on you know, so, some people's income and some industries' income. But there is a positive to this that we're talking about where, where it's shined a light on, um, on, on online shopping and, and, and digital um, conversions of people's businesses. And that, I think that's making the world turn more onto relying on the internet. Absolutely. And yeah, you have to be branding and domain names more important than ever. And how the, the consumer experience of, you know, we had a pizza place go out of business and, and I feel bad for anybody that loses their business. But I thought in these times, you really got to mess it up to lose a pizza business. That's like the business that should be thriving right now. It's the perfect carry out, the perfect delivery, the perfect, you don't have to come in and eat kind of meal. Yeah. And they're not taking advantage. I shouldn't say advantage, but they're not doing what, in my opinion, what they need to do to be successful because they have every opportunity. The people yeah. I feel sorry for, the, the opportunity has been taken away. That's how I look at things. If you have opportunity and don't use it, then I don't feel sorry for you. But yeah. uh, maybe they, I shouldn't say that. There's some people that don't know they have opportunity. But in general, uh, our jobs as a fellow person is to help others and help them to that opportunity or create that opportunity or as a business owner to, to take advantage of it. And that's, I feel like I did that this year and that's maybe my best year because of that. I guess you know, when, when any of us in business face hard times, we can either, you know, let the water go on top of us or we can try and reinvent. I mean, that, I guess that's the whole point. Yeah, com completely. Yeah. Yeah, so, I'm not a very good woe is me kind of person. I don't, yeah. I, I, I give myself five, 10, 15 minutes and then either my wife slaps me back into shape yeah. or I, uh, you know, I get yeah. back going. Yeah. yeah, a very small pity party and then that's it. Um, Look, can I go back a little bit? And you said you sold a blog to, um, to Lionsgate Pictures. So that wasn't, can we talk about that? What kind of blogs were you writing to get to yeah. be put out by a movie company? So um, again, I... Uh, so I, I used to be a trader. So I, I traded at the board of a trade. When I came out of college, I was, I was in this contest in college on trading and it was a fake trading uh, account that you just, yeah. you, you just show, you pick stocks and it's fake, but I want it. And my, my finance teacher said, you know, you should, should probably think about going in trading for a living. So he got me a job in Chicago uh, at the options exchange, the stock options exchange. And I started as just uh, a runner. And back then, this shows how old I am. We used to get a, a they'd call in an order. We'd, we'd take it from the phone clerk and we'd run it down into the pits and the trader would trade it, give me that result. And I'd run it back to the phone clerk who'd call his customer and tell him what the price was. And that's how we used to do it. And you gradually yeah. work your way up. The key was to get on the floor back then. If you're on, and you've seen trading places in the movies where they're doing the hand signals yeah, yeah. and 
that's what I moved on to. And so I started trading there and uh, I'll make it a quick story, but I had a backer when you trade and you're, I was 23, you need a million dollars to get on the floor. And I, my family was not going to give me a million (laughs) dollars and nobody would. So what they do is they loan, you find a a backer and he loans you a million dollars and he gets 80% of all the profits you make uh, and you get 20% in exchange for the risk. And they set a lot of ground rules of what you're allowed to trade and not allowed to trade. And it's super hard. You make a hundred thousand dollars, you keep 20 and you have to pay for your seat. You have to pay for your trades. You have to pay for all these things. Oh, wow. So you have to make $300,000 just to make $30,000. Like yeah. everything. So anyway, uh, I got fired because I didn't follow the rules of the trading. The guy that backed <laughs> me, he told me to not trade during fed meetings. And I put on a big trade that I was pretty sure I knew the minutes, what was going to happen to the, the fed meeting and and it went well and i made money but he came down and said no 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 this is my money there's simple rules if you don't follow them you're gone and he fired me on the spot and oh, i wow. cried like all 24 23 year olds do like a baby and yeah. uh with my legs <laughs> but anyway so i got when i got a little older i realized everybody wanted to hear stories about me trading and what did you know because there were so many young people spending ridiculous money, drinking women, and oh, they yeah, loved yeah. those stories. So I started writing those stories on a oh, site wow. called Wall Street Fighter. And it was oh. really just those stories of the trading firm. And it got on Dig. And Dig was a popular website. Yeah. It's not a Reddit. It was a pre-Reddit. And it started getting a million visits a month to my website. So wow. it started uh, getting a lot of traction. I was making advertisers. And Back in 2008, uh, people wanted blogs with high traffic and good content and consistency. Just like in DSAD, I didn't miss many days. I wrote some hilarious posts. I mean, they were pretty, I look back on it and I was still laughing pretty hard. <laughs> the Lionsgate Films bought my website. They bought Maxim Magazine and uh, oh. Stuff Magazine and formed a website called Made Man. And it was just all those writers. Um, wow. And the reason they switched is, is, of course, Wall Street collapsed when they bought it. You remember 2007, 2008 yes. wasn't a great year. No. So they changed it to Made Man <laughs> and made it into a men's magazine. And my job was to teach them to write silly stories and huh. transition out of it. And that's um, that's what I did. And I met a bunch of investors. I met Howard Linden and Fred Wilson and all these other guys. And we did some other investments because they knew me from being the stupid wall street fighter guy. And that's kind of, that was my foray. You know, that's the one thing. There's not many things that I've touched that uh, haven't turned out super successful. And and I credit it to just sticking with it because it, if it it won't ever be not successful, if you keep doing it forever, it'll either just go on forever being not successful and you say maybe tomorrow or uh, eventually it will. So if you just don't quit, you know, it's like you won't lose a race if you always keep running. And so, yeah, yeah. Uh, so there's no finish line. So that's kind of how that got going. And that's, uh, that was my early days on the internet. And then once you came out of that, you had some money and then that's when you started to get into the domain name industry. Yeah. I had a couple of years of no compete where I wasn't allowed to write a blog or write anything else um, because Lionsgate didn't want me competing against them. So I didn't do anything, but that's when I started looking at at domain names. And um, there was a, 
uh, Reese Berg, I can remember, I had never met Reese, but I loved to. He wrote a blog called Four Letter Noob, and he would talk about fourletter.coms. Yeah. Do you remember the ever? Do yeah, you know, yeah, I, I do. Yeah, I remember it. Yep. And it would just talk about the value of four letter do domains and it treated it just like stocks that these yes. letters were worth this and it had all the prices and I could figure out that if I saw a domain, a four letter domain, I could figure out what the approximate price would be wholesale and retail. And so that's what got me into domain names at the beginning because I was like, these are like stocks. Of course, yeah. that's not true, but it, it certainly was for the four letters at the time. Yeah, okay. What about um, on your Twitter profile, it says inventor of little arrow that tells you what side a gas tank is on. What's that all about? That is the funniest thing. So um, Andrew Rosner just emailed me yesterday and asked me the same question. Hey, dude, what's with the little arrow thing? I've been telling people that I invented that my whole life. I did which is a lie total lie <laughs> there's a guy from ford well, yeah it's and a great conversation a guy, star, a, a right? guy from honda before that honda oh, was, was the it? first person that actually put they're the okay. first people that actually put it on there but okay. ford took credit for inventing it okay but yeah yeah. i've been telling people that ever since they put it on the cars of it i tell people they're like what do you do they go why you don't work i go no nah, i invented that arrow thing i've been making so much money from that i don't have to work <laughs> It's easier than telling them that you're a domain investor, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> That's gold. I'm glad I bought it out. Uh, so, like, even uh, even if, when I buy my, I, I want to buy a Ferrari someday and I want to put arrow on it and just tell everybody I invented the arrow on the gas tank and that's what pays for the car. Yeah, yeah. This Ferraris thing, don't have them. I can't afford yeah, them. I, <laughs> your, your, had, royalty, uh, your royalties are too much. I can't afford to put them in the Ferraris, mate. <laughs> that's exactly right. And I had, uh, uh, who at Oh, Huffington Post emailed me too one time, wanted to know more about that story. Oh, <laughs> if no. I tell about that. So now yeah. you just keep running with it. It's great. I just keep running with it. I mean, awesome. I, the older That's I get, hilarious. the more likely it could be me, I guess. <laughs> Completely. You're still a young man. I'm older than you, mate. So, you know, settle down. You're not that old. So, so I'm talking 50, about um, 50, 51, so I'm getting I'm older. 50, I'm 53, so I just turned ah, so 53. You're not, so yeah, you're not that much older. A couple yeah. years. The, the little one below us here, he's, he's just a baby. He's only, what, 44? Oh, I don't talk about that. Well, too bad. I'm telling everyone how old you are. I'm trying to make I'm trying I'm trying to make you feel good that you're the young younger out of, of mate. Shane looks as old as me, and I think it's because he he keeps so fit. Yes. Tell us about your running regime. Good, good segue. <laughs> yeah, so that's a, that's a, another story that um, you know we all have kids, and I had a kid, and I was I just was putting on tons of weight, like everybody. You get to a certain age, and you don't do anything because all you do is you come home from work and eat and and do nothing. And so uh, I started putting on a little weight, and I decided I saw. P. Diddy runs a city. It was a show on MTV. <laughs> <laughs> it was about really? P. Diddy trying to beat uh, Oprah Winfrey's five-hour mark in the marathon. So the whole <laughs> show is him partying all day and then going out and training in the morning. And he's showing how tough he was, that he could party till 3 a.m. and get up at 5 a.m. and run. 
And and he his goal was to beat Oprah's marathon and he beat it. It was like five hours and 20 minutes. I'm like, I think I can beat P. Diddy's time. So I started thinking about that. But then I went to Hawaii and I went, quote, bodyboarding and surfing and I fell off and hit the bottom and broke my neck. And, oh, uh, and it was, yeah, it was just a terrible freak, crazy thing. It really wasn't freak because evidently the beach happens all the time because the lifeguards were amazing they came and got me in the water but it was one of, it definitely the most scary moment so far of my life for my family and myself but once I did that I, I said it's on like I, I need to move like I almost lost my legs and I almost couldn't move and and so I need to take this seriously and um I did and I ran pretty far what I thought was at the time and I kept putting on weight I couldn't figure out why this doesn't work and uh, again, to shorten the story, my wife bought salt without iodine in it, which in the States, I don't know, I assume they do it in Australia. We put iodine in our salt because it's not in our foods and we need iodine uh, for our thyroid. Mm. And my neck got so big that my face started falling. And I thought something's wrong here. So I went to the doctor and it turned out that my, because of my lack of iodine in the salt over the last couple of months, and we don't eat out that much, um, my thyroid had gotten larger, pushed on my neck and caused my nerves to fall. And turned out my thyroid didn't work. Got a pill to make my thyroid work properly. And I lost 50 pounds over the next three wow. or four months. So See. you find yourself running more and faster once you start getting successfully thinner and faster uh, and that's kind of wow. what it started and that was uh 12 years ago i've been running i run maybe you know every year i'd run a little further that's it's just like the, the blogging you just pick at it first year i ran 20 miles a week then 30 miles and now i run 60 to 70 miles a week and i just broke a three hours in the marathon i ran 258 Congrats, um, man. That's amazing. Wow. Yeah. It took me 12 years to do it, but and nobody thinks you can do it at 50 is not the time to be trying to break big records like that. But I approach it the same way I do everything else. I just Keep uh, I work hard. I rest and I work hard and I rest and I just go at it. Just pick it off every day. So amazing. So do you, do you tra normally travel outside of COVID times like to, to Kenya and run? And yeah, so we, uh, I run with a lot of doctors. I find as I've gotten older, I tend to hang out with people that I think are better than me, whether it's running uh, as a human being, intelligence. I, I, I hang out with really incredible people and these incredible people want to do incredible things. Yeah, that's why I'm <laughs> you guys. That's why, remember, I just wrote about I'm not doing any domain shows with anybody. And the first thing I do is you too. So, um, oh, I, yeah, didn't know the, I, I didn't know you said that. Yeah, I'm we can talk about that later. Yeah, I, I pretty Sorry, much continue. said everything I can say, except you guys. I, I, I it was the one show that I wanted to do, so I, I said I would well, do yours. I think it's because you. you, we're, we're kind of we bumble through. Maybe I don't know. Well, we're, no, we're, we're, we're I like Australian. Australian. Every everyone comes across uh, better and more professional than us, maybe, which is why they don't mind coming we're, on. They may call it. Yeah, we both. <laughs> We make all our guests look so intelligent and smart, which is, you know, sort of the opposite reason yeah. that you were saying. You, I am sorry. not professional. No, no, you're great. So I, I, I cut you off. So, so you're hanging around with oh, all yeah. these so amazing anyway, people. So, so. Yeah, so the amazing people. Uh, and I, I run with a gentleman that's the doctor, the team doctor at University of Illinois here. So I live on campus at University of Illinois. So we have sports and 
all kinds of things that a normal university would, but he's the team doctor and I love running and he likes running. So uh, we, he had started a foundation that helps runners in uh, E10 Kenya, which is the capital of marathon running. It's Kipchoge lives right around the corner in Eldoret. The great champions of the world all come from yes. one area of Kenya. That's amazing and stuff. So we go there and we help them in the medical field. Runners that aren't, I mean, in the United States, they'd be by far the fastest person here, but there, they're nobodies. You know, oh. we work with a guy that was 36th in the local town race, 36th, and he won the Boston Marathon in uh, oh, about wow. six years ago. So Wesley Career won Boston, but he's not even the fastest guy in his town. So we go there and help them. Medical care is $6 a month. The, the government will provide full medical care, but it's $6 and they can't afford it. So we go and pay for big groups of people. We help see all the runners. We go to the local running camps and say, hey, does anybody here have any injuries? My job is to do what I'm doing right here, talk. I know the runners. I, you know, I know their families. When they say my cousin is so and so, I go, okay, I know him. You're, you know, I know the, I know the runners. They're all famous to me. So, that's my job there, and it's, it's been amazing. It is a Christian-based organization, but I always tell everybody, good is good. It doesn't matter what your beliefs are, as long as you're doing something positive. And that was what's great about the domain community. I said that I was going on a Christian mission. People, Muslim. Jewish all gave hundreds, if not thousands of dollars. And, and, you know, they get the domain community gave $8,000 for me to go over there. And I bought soccer wow. balls for hundreds of kids and medical care for dozens and hundreds of people because of domain investors. And it, it really was touching. It was absolutely amazing. Um, That's amazing. And I, I love stuff like yeah. that. I mean, as we started this off air, we both said, like talking about politics, it's always bigger than us. You know, it, everything's bigger than us. And when you reach whatever you want to reach, whether it's your uh, spiritual plateau, your financial plateau, but at some point you're going to reach a point where you realize that you're done helping you and you're going to be fine. You start helping others. And I reached that a couple of years ago. That it was time for me to start giving to other people. I've been selfish long enough. Well, it's, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. Mate, you're a classic example of never judge a book by its cover because if, if someone <laughs> just said to you, well, I'm just a guy that invented the arrow that points to the fuel tank on the cars, right. well, people wouldn't know all the other things you do, like the nursery, domaining, the running, the, the, the charity work, it's, it goes on yeah, and on, yeah. and, and the stuff in, in the past. I think this is why we like to do these. This is why we do this as well. We like to pull out what, 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 what's making everyone tick, like that no one knows about. Yeah, like we've hardly yeah, talked mean, about domains at the moment. Like we haven't even. Well, I don't even like domain to, nodes I mean, on the internet. Yeah, that's but that's what that's what I like about you guys, and that's what that's what I think there needs to be more of. Is the story is not really about the domains; it's the story of why that domain was sold, or who bought it, what are they going to use it for, and the person behind all of it. To me, that's the interesting part. I don't really care about whether you thought it was worth more or less. No, 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 that's, it's, it doesn't matter. It's irrelevant. The stories are what yeah. makes everything tick. So this is why yeah. we like to do what we, we do. And um, yeah, absolutely. And, uh, and so that's a good segue into another couple of uh, stories about domains that you sold recently, because um, again, a, a big year for you with lots of things, but you've had a couple of very large uh, six figure sales for some names. So um you happy yeah. to so talk about the was, process of how they happened? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, um, 
I, I own most of my domains by myself, but I do own some partnerships. Travis and I like to buy some five figure names. So um, like I own runner.com with Adam Strong. Oh, wow. Uh, he owns the nice. majority of it, but I own a, a nice piece of it as well. I consider cool. it Adam's name that he let me tag along. But <laughs> when that name came up for auction, I said, Adam, I don't have the money for the whole thing. I didn't know what it was going to go for, but I was pretty sure yeah. I didn't. But I knew Adam did. And uh, we went, but I was adamant about only owning the name. So we and bought you, I bet you've, got, you've got the email address, right? You got and, it. Uh, yeah, we. It's uh, it's it's a great Shane name. at runner.com. Yeah, I wish I had. I I can't I can't get uh, emotionally attached to that name. Yeah, good call. So, yeah, I get you. But it's gonna it's gonna do well. But anyway, so Travis and I bought some four letter or three letter dot coms at some CETO auctions, and we've gotten a, a couple of them. And one of them was NIQ, and he loves Brand Bucket. Margot does a really good job. Mm. um for us josh has done great with them and travis has done great i haven't done that well but again if they think it's successful so we put niq which is odd for a three letter at, at a brand bucket type site you wouldn't think that that would go well but they put a i can't remember what it's 230 240 uh 240 000 on it and uh and this year they said hey we have a a person that's really close to your offer. And I said, sold. I didn't even, <laughs> they go, no, no, let's negotiate. We're going to let's see if we can negotiate and get it to the, the, to the actual offer. Well, it turned out it was uh, Nielsen ratings, which is uh, ah. a ratings company in the States. They had Nielsen IQ. It was NIQ.com. Right. And they needed it for their new platform to measure audiences. Uh, big company, billion dollar company. It was a drop in the bucket for you know a couple hundred thousand. Um, you know, you're not supposed to say on brand bucket what you paid for. So I always tell everybody it was pretty close to ask. And it made for a good year, just that one sale. Yeah. Now yeah. the other and then of course you can six, go and buy more domain names with that. Yeah, no, and, and that's what I did. I bought more three letter dot coms. That's all I right. did. I put it right back into three letter dot coms. I bought uh, a couple of different ones, GBF and, and a couple of them. We bought NWR.com. So we bought some decent names and yeah. whether they'll return that, it doesn't really matter. They'll definitely return more than we paid for them. Yeah, well, they but will. The other it's name, just win, yeah. Yeah, it's just a matter of time. I mean, yeah. especially if you get decent letters on those kind of things. But yeah. the other one actually, believe it or not, fell through. So uh, I have solarhomes.com, which is a solid name. Um and we had an agreement and paperwork, six figure, same day. That's why I, I, I posted it. And then the funding fell through. So I still own the name. I'm still okay. going to sell it for six figures at some point yeah. in time. I think Solar Homes is the fantastic future. Name. Strong. Oh, it's yeah. a fantastic so, name. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I, I didn't get the money, own. but I was, I was consoled with the other money in my bank account. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yet Soul is such a, I mean... Obviously, it's a topic of everyone wants to have renewable energy. Like it's only getting yeah. bigger. Yeah, it's it's yeah. only becoming more efficient and more commonplace. And you know, yeah. you have people like Elon Musk pushing it along. Certainly doesn't hurt. Yeah, yeah totally. I've got a few solar names of different degrees. Nothing in the dot com. I think I've got um, solarpanels.in and solarpanel.in that I've had for about twelve years in the yeah. Indian space. I own a great, because um, I'm in the .com.au market, not so much the .com, which is why I love speaking to people as well, like yourself, Shane. Um, but I own renewable 
.com.au in Australia. And I am going to launch um, a solar-based business early next year on, on that one. Yeah, no, it, they're great names. I I try and get like brandable types. So I own islandsolar.com because I think, well, you're going to need solar on an island like Hawaii because I yeah. go to Hawaii and that's the premier and um, like solar group and things like, you know, I just, mm. anything that goes along those lines. If, you know, if you read uh, my Twitter or my blog, you'll you'll know that I, I go in categories. I just don't know everything, but yeah. I get to learn certain segments. So obviously plants are my thing. Yeah. I fell into bees. Like I, we keep beehives. I really like honey. So yeah. um, I keep a lot. I don't really sell a lot of bee names, but they do do really well at auction. It's crazy. Wow. You know, for me to buy a, a bee name is super expensive, but hey, yeah. other people well, like bees. I don't know if you'd sell them. I, I, uh, I've, I've got a, well, Australia's got one of the, the purest population of bees in the world, which you probably already know this, but um, because of our isolation and we yeah. are, Australia's quarantine laws are very, very strict about bringing anything into the country. It's, you know, yeah. and it's things obviously still do get in, but we're trying to protect the bee population and we export a lot of our bees to other parts of the world to repopulate them where they've, where they've died, but we're still having ch- challenges uh, uh, as well with the, yeah. the, the mites and the things that are they're killing yeah. them. But I ended up registering my bees.com.au after watching domain Sherpa episode where there was yeah. uh, my <laughs> So, I mean, I'm, I've got to say, and I'm giving away a secret here, but I've picked up a lot of great names from watching the domain Sherpa yeah. shows and then getting yeah. the equivalent.com.au of some of these great names that are sold. Yeah, well, that and, happens um, in Australia a lot though. We gen, you know, over the past few decades, we do kind of follow what happens in America a couple of years behind. So that's yeah. smart, man. Yeah. It's, it's, very, yeah, it's no, yeah, absolutely. So, um, so a lot of the, the processes you sort of look at now, I mean, how, how many domains in a day, do you think you, on average, you're spending your time looking at? Um, so you've got your partner um, who's who's scrolling through thousands of names. He does it on much... Tuesdays and Saturdays, so that's how we do it. He does okay. he does two days a week to give me a break. Um, yeah. Because I mean, I I spend an hour and a half. I know it may not look like it some days, but I really spend an hour and a half, two hours, or even longer if I'm dilly dallying per night. So you got to think about that. I work all yeah. day. I get home at six. Yeah. And then I spend, let's just say it's an hour and a half, an hour and a half every night for a yeah. decade. Yeah. Um, that's what I do. And, and I look through thousands of domains, but I do have a process of how I look through. Um, I usually start with, um, I start with the, the top bids. Like the bids are the easiest to just look to see. I go all the way down to the ones that have two bids. So I look at every single domain there. I, then I go through age and I start with the oldest and I go all the way up until the, till the last three years. I don't look at anything that's registered in the last three years. Yeah, I yep. figure if it's any good and it's registered in the last three years, it probably caught a bid. And then the last thing I go through is I'll go through how many other TLDs it's registered in. So I'll look at yeah. every name and see what, how many other extensions that it's been registered in. And again, that'll give me a, cue, a clue. If it's something that's newer, it'll still be registered in several TLDs because it's a hot new thing. So do you, I go do you use all um, that. Sorry to interrupt you there. Do you, oh, okay, use that. Because also I use .db um, for looking at the... Yeah, expireddomains.net is it's yeah, an that's amazing a good one. tool. 
it's uh it's really good and and there's you know it's just again it's a process and i still go through park.io i go through all their domains i go through everything on namejet Uh, i work with namejet that's the only thing that's survived you know the commission on godaddy we used to do super well but we're getting killed with these uh new sites like honey and some of the other extensions that are on the browsers are stealing the cookies so people go through my whole site pick out a name and then when they go to pay they've got these other extensions on the browsers that steal all the commissions from us so it's really really hurt us um thousands of dollars per month and godaddy won't do anything about it so i survived because people like namejet and um park and escrow and cedo pay us to do the list as well and that's i'm so thankful because without it i don't exist godaddy used to be the primary person because they said hey if you want to earn money get it through you know through commissions by putting the list they don't pay us to do it that's how they paid us well it's it's still okay but it's nowhere near what the time used to be so Uh, i didn't realize that yeah yeah no it's i don't i'm not um you know i'm not elliot and even theo who writes all the articles i just don't Mm. write those articles anymore i don't have it in me to write stories about other people <laughs> i mean it sounds selfish and but i just i i've always wanted to be the news and not write about the news so i yeah i just don't feel i'm not a reporter well that mm-hmm. that's the value of um what you just explained the process of how you guys write the lists on dsad.com you're saying you spend an hour and a half, um, at least two hours a day, and then and y- your business partner does a couple of days a week. People don't have the time to do that themselves across those multiple sites you just explained. So, I mean, people are able, including myself, we're able to go to dsad.com and then you've filtered it all for us into something that yep. we can quickly and easily go through and then see if we want to invest in a domain name. Yeah, I mean everybody everybody finds a name. You know, you know, if it yeah. just gets through and sees one name that you didn't see in the list, even uh even Rick Schwartz, who does not like me at all, he wrote a couple of blogs where he found names and I was like, he, he found them on my list. And he even said, <laughs> Yeah, I found it on your list. So even he used to, and I don't know if he does anymore, but even he found the name on there that he really likes. So yeah. that's all you know, you know how the old saying goes, if you find one thing that you like, then it made it all worth it. And that's really the goal yep. of it because there are names that i find and that had no bids and people email me oh, why did you put the name on the list it had no bids going into the morning and then you put it on there and now it's got like 60 and once it gets a bid you know how that works on GoDaddy. yeah and yeah, yeah. everyone sees once it, it like, gets a little bit of attention they then the bots start kicking in and yeah so yeah, uh so is that, is changes that... everything is that why rick doesn't like it because you're giving away all the goods or <laughs> no, um, I'm just, it's just a pers- personality thing it's a person i'm just an ass like i just don't um i just call it out like i when he he showed a picture of a bunch of toilet paper that he was he had during the covid and i'm like oh yeah and so he hated that like i that's the one thing i don't really i have a great job i have a great nursery i have great friends um i have great friends in domaining and so i'm not i don't really need to be the friendly guy to make money i don't yeah you know i don't have to be i don't, I don't want to be mean i'm kind of snarky yeah. and so snarky makes enemies so but yeah uh, we, we're the saying we're the saying in australia it's called 
it's probably the same in the US, but we call it taking the piss. So, um, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. poking, poking the finger, having a, having a bit of a laugh, but it's so yeah. common in Australia. It's like, you know, pranking your mates and doing stuff like that, that you got to, you know, take it on the chin and go, yeah, whatever. Yeah. You know? But you've got to have a sense of humour. It's best to be, we've all, we've all got different personalities in, in all kinds of industries, but you've got to be yourself. And, you know, yeah. I, I, I'm kind of like you, Shane. I, I don't need everyone to be my friend. I've got some people that don't like me and it's just, who cares? Yeah. Right? It's like, I'm going to be me. Yeah, I, I think if they met me, they wouldn't dislike me because I think Rick Schwartz is great. I absolutely could hang out with Rick all day. I love Michael Birkins. I think he's one of the greatest people I know. I love the personality of Michael Birkins. We're totally different people, but but Michael and Rick are great friends. And, yeah, yeah. and and so it's it's kind of weird that I think I think the world of Mike and I think Rick's fine. I have nothing. There's nobody in this industry. I take that back. There's a couple of people <laughs> that I don't like, but it's literally <laughs> one person in the end. And I won't call the name, but there's of literally course not. one person. In, yeah. But everybody else, I may have fun and they may not like me, but hey, we all do the same. We're all trying to make a living. We're all trying to, to uh, but some people are a little bit more serious. You know, this is their livelihood. And when yeah. I poke their livelihood, I get it. You know, I'm, I'm taking money out of their pocket if I do something. To me, it's not as big a deal. And I understand that it is to them. And I have to remember that at times. I, I do. And I have some people that do. Michael Seiger has been a, he's a great friend of I. You know, we have a share, a love of running. And we, we yes. have really similar uh, ideas. And so we talk quite a bit. And he, he's always saying, hey, you know, you rub people the wrong way. He said that to me. And it took me a couple uh, days to get over it. But he said, you, you know, it, you rub a lot of people the wrong time. way. Yeah. <laughs> no, look, and it's completely here's look, here's the thing, right? It's a it's a yin and yang relationship, I believe, because because Michael Siger, he's very like he yeah. is eyes dotted, T's crossed, um, politically correct, uh nice guy. He's yeah, like driven yeah. successful, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I love him for, for all those reasons. And uh, since he started Domain Sherpa and back in those days and love watching, and I like those characters about him, but I like your rebel, rogue, disruptor, pokey, like I, all the things that you do, Shane, I go, oh, that's so good. I love that. I said, yeah. well, that's, I have that's what of, makes a good team. Yeah, yeah. Of course it does, you know, and and yeah. that's why Rob and I do this together because I'm I'm the nice guy, Rob's the asshole, and it's easy, <laughs> it's easy to work that way. True. And um, sometimes we switch. And uh, <laughs> he said so, it was the handsome part, but that's fine. That was so good. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> what that I was handsome and he was jealous because he wasn't. <laughs> right. yeah. There's a bit I of know. that. <laughs> yeah, look, uh, Rob, Rob and I are both musos too. And this is what we get on because I'm a drummer and Rob's a bass player. And um, yeah, he's, everybody he's actually. Everybody loves the bass solo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's when everybody gets a beer. Like, yeah. Oh. They, all, they all play their solos and the bass guy comes on and we all go get a beer. Well, hey, that's uh, it. Oh. Like, hey, bass is coming. I know, I don't, I've, I've had the. <laughs> Base base player jokes over the years, <laughs> but he's he is an awesome awesome bass player, and he's right. actually recorded an album where I haven't, you know. So he, I can laugh all I want, but he's got the last laugh, and it's a it's a fantastic album. It's in too, my past way. life, you know. Yeah, past life, but it, it's something that is everything you do in your past. I believe brings you to Perfect, the point yeah. that you're in present. Your all the experiences create who you are now. Absolutely. And you look at things through that lens and there's lots of stuff that I do in business that I'm seeing things 
that are helping me make these decisions from stuff that I discounted from 20 years ago. And I go, oh, hang on, that experience that I had then now is actually contributing to me making this better decision now, or sometimes a crap decision, but you know, but it's, it's who, it's who we are. So. And that's the great stories about it too, because uh, you know, this journey that we're all going on is really just going to be told in stories later. I mean, nobody's going to count your money. Nobody's going to, they're just going to yeah. hear the stories about what happened. So the, the stuff that was bad, sometimes a better, funnier story than yeah, the right. stuff that mm-hmm. was good. And so the imperfections I mean, I, make the story too. Yeah. And it's, I mean, it's great. Like I came into work the other day and I, I, this is last year. I hadn't missed a day of work in like 15 years. And they said, why'd you miss? And they go, I said, I overdosed on pot. And they go, what? <laughs> a guy that, a guy that reads our, my blog sent me uh, some honey, which I collect honey. And it was can, a can of honey, but it was on THC, but he sent me a, a little chew that I thought was just a honey chew. Well, it had a hundred oh. milligrams of THC in it. <laughs> I took it. I was out like a light and I was, it was like somebody glued me to the bed the next day. I couldn't go to work. I couldn't move. I just sat there. It was <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Well, but we, I love the I think, story. I mean, uh, yeah, I think we'll title, title this podcast, learn how Shane Coulter overdosed on pot. Yeah. Tune Thanks in to, to find right out there. more. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's a good way to start. I hadn't done it in probably, I can't remember, a decade since the last time I, I smoked a joint. But I took a, I went hard early. <laughs> that's <laughs> that like hilarious. Ten joints in one, but yeah, it, I think I think it's hilarious. Now I still tell the story about yeah, I overdosed last year on pot. When's the last time you overdosed? But you know, it's <laughs> it's those kind of stories, and that's it's those experiences that are that are great and i'm always looking for new ones like that's what i'm looking for now i mean finances are great i'm very fortunate i i don't take that for granted that i can do financially whatever i want but you know as we've talked this whole podcast i've worked hard i mean i put a lot of hours in the day and so i that's the one thing i hate about what's going on in the u.s right now is the divide and i can't I don't want to say flash my wealth, but I can't be wealthy anymore. It's bad for me, despite me working 20 hours a day, some days and, you know, not really, but working seven days a week and working super hard to get all the things I want. Now I have to be ashamed because I have these things. Um, you know, that's, that's not fair, but, and especially when I do plenty of work, it's like I I give, I don't give all my money away. I'm not a socialist. And give back when you go to Kenya and and the charity work. Yeah. Yeah, um, but look, so that's unfortunately, a I, I hate this year. It's unfortunate. It's it's a lot of people are. Sorry, when man, people talk. are jealous on it, I don't get that. It's just like work hard and and keep turning up, and then you'll be successful in in whatever you want to do. It, it's it's always about the individual, though. That's the challenge. Is it's 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 never about the person who's got the money. It's about the self esteem of the person who doesn't have the money. Um, and you ask someone a question, if you had the same things as this person you're jealous of, would you be jealous of them? No. So it's got nothing to do with the person who's got the stuff. It's all your psychology and how you're looking at things and how you're feeling yeah. about yourself. And I think that's a challenge. There's the, um, in, not only in, in the US, in Australia, the same thing, the divide between the have and the have not seems to be mm. getting further and further apart. So um, there's more of a focus on, oh, look at that person. He's driving at this or he's got this house or he's got that yeah. whatever. Um, but then they, they don't realize what 
the person unless they've got, but unfortunately people tag uh, unscrupulous business people with this and uh, sorry, they tar the good business people with the same brushes they tar, you know, the, the, the baddies. Yeah. Uh, and that's, everyone's looking at it that way, which is just unfortunate anyway. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, a, it, but domains do offer that opportunity for us to have really good. Well, especially after you do it a decade and, you know, it, by being in it over a decade ago, the domains I got before were pennies compared to what they are now. Yeah. And so, um, you know, they're going to be millions of dollars in the future. That's, that's the truth is yeah. the domains I purchased before through all our hard work. And, and I, and I tell this story all the time, but that my domains that I bought were, I've never put any nursery money into not one penny that I've ever made at the nursery oh, wow. has gone into mm-hmm. domains, not a cent. It's all been online. It was the wall street fighter money. It was the DSAD money. It was reselling of names and putting it in. Yep. And I have five, I, ha- I keep 500 domain names. That's what I like to keep it at. And they're good. I own uncomfortable.com and blowtorch.com. And um, I mean, I own little ones like dustpan.com. Yes. And, and I, you know, oh, yeah. the, it gets, they're all good domains that are five figure domains. Um, yeah. 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 Um, it's great. Take, like you said, so, you've been doing it for a decade and, and pumping the money in from online sales back into online assets. It's, yeah. it's so yeah. true. And I was saying to Shane the other day, because I own uncomfortable.com.au, that I pointed it to, um, to Shane's yeah, site. Yeah, that was very kind doing. of you. Uh, look, you know, it's a good use of it as anything. So, um, you know, one day, if, yeah. look, just remember, if you ever sell uncomfortable.com and you've got an international buyer, just think of me and say, look, actually, I know someone's got the .com.au, that little tiny you island. Tell them it's an important then, part of it. It's, yeah, it's 70% of your business. So um, just... <laughs> just no, I'm kidding. But this is no, a package what, deal, sir. It's a package deal. That's exactly it. But it's dead right. What you're saying is, um, who, who knows? I mean, if it, if real estate is the comparison that a lot of people use for for domain names, and I think it's a valid one. I think a, a vacant piece of land, a vacant piece of land, or a skyscraper building that's a developed piece of property compared to a you know, an unused domain name is a, is a valid comparison. And I think it's one that a lot of people who don't understand domains can actually get their head around. But if domains are going up in the same proportion, if not faster than physical mm. property, of course they're yeah. going to be worth more. If, it, if the domain is a valuable name in the first place, 10 years from now, it makes sense that it, it will have a greater use point and be more valuable. So it's a logical yeah, and, process. And it's the elite the top 5% or even let's probably less than that. The top 1% are the ones that truly are skyrocketing right now. Those one word yeah. dot coms and those are, are super two word dot coms. Yeah. Those are the ones that, you know, runner.com was maybe a hundred thousand dollar name a five ten years ago it's it's way over a half a million dollar domain now Easy. and it will yeah. if, if it yeah. doesn't sell in the next couple of years it's a million dollar domain um and and those kind of names will i 100 percent comfortable that's going to be the case with all those names and so i look back like we bought cluck.com now cluck doesn't mean anything to anybody but cluck.com is the kind of word that's a brand that's going to continue to be oh, i love that name that's yeah. a baby brand. Uh, well, 
yeah. cluck. Parents are clucky about their kids. I don't, so I could make, I, as soon as you said that, I, I you know, thought of chicken, but the very next thing I thought of chick after chicken was babies. Yeah. Yeah. It's me. I think that'd be a yeah. very strong brand. But um, yeah, I think it's, it's fascinating that, you know, people forget that, okay, if you've got thousands of domains, your holding costs are high, but if you've got a million dollar domain, it's costing you $10 a year to keep. (laughs) I mean, I've only got 500 domains. It cost me $4,000 to keep my domains. And I make that easily in a month. Uh, It's it's just nothing to keep 500 domains. The key is to keep 500 good domains. Now I got a couple in there that are terrible. I mean, somebody gave me flying gopher as a gift, a friend of mine. Um, and I've kept it ever since he gave it to me. I feel like I, he gave it to me. It's like somebody gave you a coffee mug. You feel like you should use it. So I got flying gopher and I've just kept it in my account. I, I don't know what to do with it. Somebody gave me Mookie Blaylock. Cause I talked about that was the original name of Pearl Jam. You remember oh, Pearl yeah, Jam? Yeah. Seattle. So, so I, I think if you type in Mookie Blaylock, it points to Pearl Jam now. I, I think I pointed it that way, but oh, cool. it's funny. People give me domain names when I talk about things on my blog. They just give me domain names that are corresponding to that, to that, that day. And I, that's nice. some of the ones I keep renewing that I probably don't need to, but I feel like somebody gave me a gift and I should at least pay $8 yeah. a year to thank them. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's weird. I think we've all got ones like that in our portfolio. So um, uh, it is interesting because the quality over quantity is is, is a conversation I often have with people. Me too. And because it's you know you tell people how many domains you go. Oh wow, that's amazing. okay. Well, it's not really. It's a it's it's irrelevant. Um, it, it's really what's the quality of those domain names. There's I yeah. would happily swap all of my portfolio for just one domain and I could think of 50 just one domains that I would quite happily swap. And we've all got that. Um, So like, do you have a name? Do you have a name in mind? Oh, if someone said, I'll take my, I'll give you my whole portfolio for that name. What would it be? Shane, what name would you want? Have you got one? That's like, no, I mean, I did. I remember one, two, three.com was a pretty, like, Mm -hmm. I just thought, that's, That's where it all starts. <laughs> you know, not no pun intended, but I, yeah. I, he passed away. The, the the gentleman, I think he had brain cancer, but he had some amazing three letters. When I first got in, I was the four number king. I had tons of four numbers. I remember, yeah. Did really well with it. But I know that's not a brand, but boy, 123.com is just oh, like, man. it's just the, you know, and I know the Chinese like 888, but 123 is just, worldly yeah. everybody knows one two three it goes through all languages every language knows what it looks like so i'm yeah, that's the name I... alphabet like the google head of you know the uh, they're the company that owns google i'm surprised they haven't bought one two three dot com that's crazy yeah, i don't i never even looked who owns it recently but i i know that the you it's terrible i can't remember his name but he owns so many good he owned 20 well, maybe that was Andrew at one time, but maybe 23.com and some really short ones. And he would forward them to my site because I talked about numeric so much just to oh, wow. show me how much traffic it was. So he'd, he'd forward it to my site for a week or a month. So, and I could, you know, and I would get like thousands <laughs> of visits a day to domain chain. When I domain chain to receive more traffic the first couple of years than it does now, because uh, I was talking about the right, I, and I was better at, that 
trying to get traffic. Like that's all it was early, uh, was traffic. And it's the same thing as far as the number of domains and the quality traffic. When I first came in traffic to your website was everything. And then I eventually learned, I'd rather have 10 people that cared about what I was reading mm. than a 10,000 people coming right. from Google that didn't want to be there in the first place. So exactly. it's the same yeah. with your portfolio. I mean, Michael Seiger is always like, I just want my portfolio at 10 domains. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Know, yeah, yeah. 10, but his this 10 is, are better than all nine combined. So after yeah, doing totally, all these, totally these shows with Ed um, and having great guests on, I, I'm, I'm getting that it's better to have, I'm finding that sweet number to be between 500 and 800 quality domains. That I mean, that's uh, yeah, what I think it's a great one. to deal with because I've got 1700 and it's, I know it's too much. I, I had like 2500 really good com.au and and I don't deal in the .com market so much. I'm mostly .com.au um, with the CCTLD here in Australia. But I'm I'm honestly I'm like shedding a lot. I want to get down to 800 where it's just like cream ones. Yeah, I mean my goal is always to be. Um, I always want to obviously pay all my cost, pay all my taxes, make sure my portfolio number doesn't go down. Uh, so to replace every domain and to have ten or $20,000 extra to buy stupid things that I never would have bought otherwise. That's kind of been the goal of domain investing for the last five years of mine is I truly enjoy buying things. That, you know, I have so many running shoes. Nobody would be stupid enough to buy 10 <laughs> pairs of running shoes, but it's all I got. I mean, I don't have a fancy car in my house. I live in central Illinois, so everything's pretty inexpensive here. And I like to travel and I like to run. So that's what my domain has gotten to this point is I just want to make enough to travel and do the things I want to do and uh, buy a couple running shoes. I think it's a great life. I mean, how does it get any yeah. better than that? You have, you know, you have a fulfilled, fulfilled life with a little bit completely. of extra money yeah, and uh, domain investing has done that. I, I sing its praises. It's, it, it's there for you, but it doesn't have to be 20,000 a year. I, I was with Bill Sweetman and I said, when it first started paying my internet bill, I couldn't believe that I could pay my $50 internet bill by selling domain names, like free money that I now had free internet. And then it became a new phone and then it became a laptop and then it, it just kept building. And I was just like, look at me, who's better than me? I just paid for my internet through selling these crazy digital assets. And, yeah, you know, yeah. And yeah, yeah. I think that's where we've all got to remember that uh, particularly people who are coming into the industry that um, got to get off our high horses and, uh, say absolutely everyone's looking at this from a different perspective but people who are new um say that can be a life-changing experience just making an extra hundred dollars a month particularly i think yeah. this is why there's so many people who are coming into the domain space from india um and, and other and other countries um yeah. where where the income and the the average monthly income might be fifty dollars a month or a hundred dollars a month or places like that for them to sell a domain and get a five hundred dollar commission that's life-changing yeah, money it is life and if they're doing that on a regular today, basis people keep saying you know that it's it's late to come into the it's not it's not you can, you can buy not at and flip them for a thousand dollars you know in yeah. a week or two yeah but, and, and one of the good spots to to start is to go to dsad.com mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm telling your brand here because hey, it's, we watch it's, i watch people do it all the time there's people that advertise so i'll for $10, I'll list your name at auction on my list. That's another wow. way I make money. Mm -hmm. I've watched guys make tens of thousands of dollars a month by buying on Namejet, selling on Flippa or GoDaddy or vice versa, just 
moving the auctions, yeah. buying at one auction house and selling at another. And they do better because they advertise it and get it in front of people through, you know, putting it on my site or going to name buy or wherever you can advertise your auction. They're using promotion to push their the value of their domain up. But going back to what we were saying before, people talk about, oh, I wouldn't even get out of bed for that. And I said, dude, you got it backwards. That you're, you can yeah. no longer get to the needle that that guy had. That guy's needle is full to the right. He's so excited over that. Now you can't yeah. even get that feeling anymore. So yeah. you're the one who's losing. You no longer can get the excitement and that rush that that person has because your needle, you need a million dollars to move that needle. That sucks. That's a terrible place to be because not have your needle moving anymore. That's how I look at it. I'm jealous. <clears throat> I'm jealous. I wish my needle would move better. Um, but yeah, I yeah, moved up a little bit too far. Analogy. Completely. Now, look, we've been chatting to you and we could say we could go on for hours. Uh, yeah. it's, getting, it's getting We'll do late a part two year. down the road. We we'll, do a, we'll, we'll do a part two. Um, so uh, good luck with the election today. We won't know the results. The results are probably starting to come through as we literally speak. Um, but by the time this goes up, it'll be maybe all over depends on what happens in the if it goes yeah. to the courts i have a feeling it gets, it's uh, going to go on a couple of days i think we I might think have to so. like drag somebody out of the house yeah yeah, yeah i think uh, i think that's probably true <laughs> let's hope let's hope let's hope not but um but yeah so thanks shane for coming on it's been great I've uh, i appreciate been, you having me been yeah, meaning to get you man. on for for ages watching you as a regular guest on uh, domain sherpa and a plug for those who are watching this uh, rob and i are on domain sherpa today so go and check that out too we'll put the link in the show notes um so that that was probably the more exciting thing that's happened in the, in america today is that rob and ed are on domain sherpa uh, yeah not, no that's you're gonna be taking <laughs> but, over um, the country so uh, we appreciate your your uh, good humor and your friendship and um, all the hard work you've put in. We certainly appreciate it and really yeah. happy to have you on. And yeah, a follow-up is definitely due sometime down the track uh, next year sometime. Um, yeah, so, trying to do something exciting in between there. Oh, you're always doing exciting stuff. So uh, we'll, we'll put all the all the links to to Shane and his antics, and um, he's he's got a website that he's building soon, uh, demonstrating all of his royalties from the arrow for pet pointing That's to the right. fuel pump. So uh, look look out for that one as well, and um, stay safe, everyone. Thanks again, mate, for coming on. Thanks, Rob, and Thanks, um, we'll see you on the next episode of Domainer Show. Take care for bye for now. See ya. Thanks.